pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, talk a little bit about this stretch here. Got to come home. Finally, it looks like the lid's kind of coming off the rim a little bit. Talk about the positive momentum over the last three games. Uh, I mean, it's been good. I feel like the team's gotten a lot closer together as well. Just keeping the momentum going is the thing. You know, we can't get stagnant or we can't come complacent with our recent success. But I feel like the team is doing a really good job of just being even keel and just going on to the next game. We've talked so much about just, you know, having Ryan back and how much it helps space the floor, gives you that inside presence, gives you your defensive stopper back. But, but Trey, you know, coming off, doing what he did last game with 32, tonight, you know, he had six more assists. You know, he's starting to find his spots. Just how much more complete does it make this team when now you know that you've got five scorers on the floor? Definitely. I mean, we have so many options on the court that we could go to. you got to really choose which one of us you really want to try to stop. I mean, you can only have at least one or two of your lockdown defenders. And third and fourth guys, are not, they're going to have trouble guarding us. So it's really the balls in the other team's court on how they want to decide to guard us. Or what would you do over break, man? You had a couple of days off, you know, a week in between games. What'd you, uh, what'd you do to relax and kind of step away from the game for a little bit? Uh, relax? I don't know about that. I was, I was really, I wasn't really too uh, impressed with how I was playing at the first start of the season. So I really like took the time to try to get in the gym and you know, get my stamina back up. And I've been feeling good, you know. I've been feeling good playing with my teammates, seeing how everything's coming together. Beyond stamina, what parts of the game were you disappointed in in yourself? Uh, I'd say it's just my overall game. You see, I feel like I haven't been hooping to the level that I was hooping at at the end of last year. But that comes with injuries and, you know, the main goal is just getting back to where I was and then getting further than that. You didn't do it as much tonight and didn't need to, but I was one of the things I noticed about you over the last four or five games is your ability to get to the free throw line. And, you know, unfortunately, we're a team that doesn't have a reputation of getting to the foul line as much, so I sometimes wonder if we don't get as many calls as we should. But mm. when you're getting under there and you're, and you're driving, how much have you tried to take it upon yourself to make the officials blow the whistle and try to get to the bucket and at least get to the free throw line? Oh, I try every single time. I'll yell, I'll scream, I'll flail my <laughs> arms in the air. Uh, <laughs> just be careful not to get the flop. Yeah, just can't get the flop. But, uh, you know, attacking downhill has been something that I've been doing ever since I started playing basketball. So... Just being able to like really like improve that part of my game and then watch it blossom on this big stage is pretty cool. What are you looking forward to most now? You know, kind of three game home stretch, three wins. Now you go on the road against two of the best teams in the Big East. First in UConn on Saturday, and then Xavier on Wednesday. Talk a little bit about those matchups. Uh, I mean, UConn is going to be a really good team, of course, but I feel like the team is really excited for the challenge. I mean, we're a team that was projected to be top 10 and we fell out of that but now we have another chance to prove ourselves so everybody's just foaming at the mouth at the opportunity 
Well, Arthur, it was good to see you, you know, so active, so aggressive early on, a double-double, your first of the season. We know that bigger things are coming for you, and uh, hopefully that next big thing will be on uh, Saturday because I think all hands are going to need to be on deck. They are going to be coming for you guys. It's going to be a fun game, man. It's going to be a great game. Yes, it sir. is. Arthur, congratulations. Great game tonight. Yes, Arthur Kaluma, our uh, co we'll call him co-player of the game. How's that sound? I, I voted for him. That's all I saw. You I didn't vote for him. I voted anybody. for him. You made me do it all by myself. I voted for him. <laughs> Arthur Kluma, 14 points, 11 rebounds tonight. Individually, the Blue Jays led by Ryan Kalkbrenner with 17 to go with eight rebounds and a career-high six blocks. Did you know you had six blocks tonight? Um, I think I knew I had, like, four in the first half, but... You actually had five. I, oh, I had five. <laughs> No, I got myself in a little trouble, actually, in the second half because I got a foul on when I was trying to block when I should have just walled up. <laughs> but I knew I was getting up there. And I was trying to get a little more. It seemed like tonight, and, you know, we keep, you know, we've been talking about it and talking about it. It seemed like tonight, it, at least to me, you tell me because it's your body, mm -hmm. you looked like you felt 100%. Yeah, I mean, I still think I have a little bit, like, conditioning to get back into, but, like, I feel like... I don't feel sick anymore. I feel like I actually have energy to run up and down the court, which, you know, hasn't been for a lot of games this year. But, you know, it's, it's feeling great. I'm finally, like, can feel like I can do the things I know I can do out there, and it just felt really good. Yeah, Carl, talk a little bit about how it's felt to kind of come back and play like that. Three games at home now, 3-0 and before going on this big road trip. Mm -hmm. But talk a little bit about the momentum that's carried uh, throughout this team over the last three games. Yeah, I think after our little losing skid, we realized how important it was for us to like really be connected with each other on like the defensive end and talking and all that. And we started to build that and look better against Butler. It looked even better against DePaul. And then tonight it looked like best it's been all year. And I think that's going to be really key for us moving forward in this season. When you face a team like Seton Hall that can really try to press you and spread, how important was it to stay within yourselves, to be patient, and to wait for those openings because you know they're going to be there at some point? Yeah, I mean, anytime you're playing a team with pressure, you just got to have a little poise and make the right plays and don't try to force anything up. And I think I know a lot of us are still sophomores, and I mean, I'm a junior now, but we got a lot of experience from last year. These are guys who know what they're doing, and then we got guards like Trey and Nemard who are always going to take care of the ball, so that makes it a lot easier. But it's definitely our experience is starting to grow on us, and it makes it easier to play against teams that try to speed you up and force you into mistakes. Same set to start the first half as it was to start the second half to try to get you the ball. Yeah. You kind of caught it a little deep on the first possession and then it came back in the second half mm -hmm. and had a nice, easy bucket. Yeah, I mean, Mac tries to get me a ball from time to time. <laughs> sometimes it works out. Sometimes I need to be a little stronger, but it worked very well to start the second half. Picking pops are always fun because it usually leads <laughs> to some kind of an alley-oop jam, but how important is it for you to be able to score just one-on-one, -on -one, you get the ball in the post, and make a move and make someone, you know, come up and try to get you? Yeah, I mean, it kind of just opens up a lot of stuff in our offense. If they can't guard me one-on-one -on -one in the post, if they want to guard me one-on-one, -on -one, then I just I have to be able to go down there and score. And then once they realize they have to send people, then I just got to make the right reads, and we're getting easy buckets. So I think that's a big part to what we do. And if I'm able to do it, kind of like it was sometimes tonight, then it opens up a lot of stuff for us. Kalk, I, I gotta ask, I gotta ask, but there's there's a great big man matchup coming on Saturday. And What's that guy's just, name? I, I don't even know his name, so we're just not even gonna talk about it. But 
And, and I know you guys have competed <laughs> pretty well against each other in the past, but uh, talk a little bit about how that matchup, how much that means to you going into Saturday's game uh, against Sonogo. I mean, I think anytime a player at your position gets picked for player of the year, then you're like, you want to you wanna play really good against them. And I thought I thought I did a pretty good job last year, and I just want to carry that over this year. You know, it's anytime you have a good game against the player that was picked to be better than you, then you can kind of be like, I showed you all right. So I just got to go in there and do what I do, and things will take care of itself. Do, do you guys ever communicate much? Do you, I mean, whether it's in a game or off the game, you and Adama communicate a lot? No, I didn't know him before college. I never really talked to him in the game. It's not like I have anything against him. It's just, you know, it's on different teams. I was I don't curious because, really you know, it's a big some, man matchup. Yeah, yeah, it's a big man matchup, but sometimes, you know, game respects game. And yeah. let's face it, he's he's the leading scorer in our league right now. No, he's definitely a good player. I just, some, I don't really do a lot of talking out there unless someone tries to jab at me first and then I. <laughs> Then it's fair game. Hey, yeah. hey, now listen, we missed this last week, but you know Trey was getting chirped at. He goes off yeah. for thirty-two. Hey. Was someone chirping at you tonight about blocks or something? I mean, <laughs> I think you just, had more blocks than they had as a team. They came in one of the best blocking teams in the country. They only had two blocks tonight. You had six. Hey, that's that's a little bit of credit to my teammates though for making the right reads when we get into the get into the paint. But you know it's about time I blocked some shots. Got off to a slow start this year in that area. You did, but uh, certainly made up for it. Great game tonight. Beautiful line. Uh, looking forward to Saturday. These next two games are really big. Oh, yeah. It'll be a lot of fun. Absolutely. Absolutely. Time for the Coach Mac post game. brought to you by Lawler's Custom Sportswear. For original custom-made designs, the best-dressed Blue Jays dress with Lawler's Custom Sportswear. Lawler'sCustom.com. It started slow, Mac, at least in terms of making shots, but I thought the energy was really good. Uh, and I thought Arthur did a nice job of kind of establishing a role, going after the basketball, getting some offensive rebounds, and just bringing that energy. Yeah, his activity was great tonight. I thought it was the best of the season. It's something we've talked about during the break, and, and he's carried that over to the practice floor, and uh, and it happened tonight, so it was great to see. But, you know, Seton Hall is not easy to score on. Uh, you know, they've, they've lost a one-possession game at Xavier, a one-possession game to Providence. Everybody saw what Rutgers did yesterday at Purdue. They go to Rutgers and win. Uh, they're hard to score against, and for us to put up 83, uh, you know, when our starters <laughs> didn't play that much is a really credit to our guys and them moving the basketball, and then I thought defensively the first 30 minutes of the game is about as well as we played. I was just about to ask that, Mac. It felt like the first 20, it, most complete basketball that this team has played all season, non-conference and conference play, great start to this game. Yeah, I, you know, I thought Kalkbrenner was probably the closest to – being back to himself, and I think he would tell you that as well. I felt like his parents were here the other day, and I told his mom, the last two practices I felt like I see it coming now again, where he just feels better, his conditioning's better, he's catching his second wind a little bit better, he's a little quicker off the floor. Uh, but, you know, he was incredible at the rim uh, tonight and, you know, made things difficult. Besides the six he blocked, he changed another six or seven. Uh, but even the first eight or nine minutes of the second half, I think they had eight or nine points nine minutes in, in the, you know, so that that group did a really good job of getting us off to a good start, not really allowing them to get any life coming out of the locker room. The thing I just noticed as I was looking at the stat sheet, you only had 11 turnovers. They had 14. But you scored 24 points off of their turnovers tonight. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's sometimes a goofy stat, I think. You know, be, uh, I don't ever really look at that because, it, you know, if you turn it over on the top of the floor, I mean, those are those pick six ones that – uh, that drive a coach crazy, and that's why I got some of this gray hair. But, uh, you know, if somebody travels and you go score on the other end, technically it's points off turnovers, and to me that's 
a, a goofy statistic, but uh, you know we did we did a good job taking care of the basketball for the most part, uh, and then you know we were able to force them into some things in the paint, trying to make you know we we guarded the right guys, we helped off the right guys at the right time, we got a hand on a lot of basketballs, and and were able to knock them loose. I know he picked up that mm-hmm. first early offensive foul, Richmond, then got the second, spent a lot of time on the bench, but when he was on the floor, I didn't think Kadari Richmond really had much of an impact on this game. Trey was incredible, and you know the first play of the game to beat him to that spot and take that charge. It's something we talked about uh, during the week in practice and watching film. Like, Trey, if you can get to the spot, he's going to lower that shoulder, and he beat him to the spot early in the game. And, uh, you know, and then when he gets a cheap one in transition, that puts him on the bench. But I thought Trey was really locked in on him, uh, had a good mix of shooting under some screens and going over some screens. And, and then the guys that were guarding Dawes and Harris did a really good job making sure that their looks weren't great looks. Um, so, you know, I, I thought our defensive plan was solid, and I thought the guys really executed it. Mac, how, how important have the last three games been just to come home, get away from the road, kind of get your momentum back, get that confidence and that swagger back that we, we yeah, know this team yeah, has? Yeah, Taylor, you and I have talked. You know, that, that was a tough month, you know, that uh, as much as we were gone and, and then the, the illness and with the team and then Kalk missing the games was – it's really hard, you know. It's, it, it would have been better to be playing some games at home during that time, to, so you have the crowd behind you to maybe give you a little lift. And and unfortunately, we were away from home from home on most of that. But it, it's uh, as Ryan gets healthier, uh, you you just see how it's lifted our team. You know, his his besides his play, his voice is really important to us defensively. Uh, while he's not the most outgoing leader in the world he does talk in the huddles he does talk in the locker room he's got the respect of everybody on the on the roster and uh it's great to have him back so uh you know he's uh he he had a huge impact in this game on both ends of the floor granted it's not texas tech and arkansas but do you think your team is playing as well right now as you were after the arkansas and even i'll I'll throw in arizona too yeah i mean the the first 30 minutes tonight is as well as we played um you know, I think, uh, because we we did it on both ends of the floor. You know, Arkansas, we kind of finally outscored them, you know, <laughs> and Arizona, we, we just lost a, a shootout. You know, we didn't really stop them. Uh, and, you know, we'll be challenged on Saturday because I think UConn is every bit as good as Arizona, and there just aren't any weaknesses throughout their lineup offensively uh, where you can take some shortcuts to try to help on some other guys. So, uh, but, you know, we're moving the right direction, and, and, you know, we had to come home and take care of these three games to get ourselves, keep ourselves in the Big East race. Um, and now we'll, you know, we're going to two places that are very difficult to win, and, and uh, we'll leave it out there and see what happens. Mac, it, it happens to be uh, your son's birthday today. That's right. It is. What, He's what, thirty. What do you What do you get a guy who's got everything he could ever he could ever want? I, I just make sure I'm nice to him. You just you know, I, I, because I, someone's got to fund someone's retirement. Yep, I, somebody's got to take know, care I, of dad. I, re, when I retweeted old. some birthday wishes. I had oh, a nice conversation with him this morning. Okay. Uh, you know, I I want to like I said that. Uh, that corner room at the old folks' home with a window is what I'm after someday, and, and he, he might be the one holding the holding the bill at the end. So uh, I got to make sure guess, I treat let him. Let me guess that that room overlooks oh, like the 18th grade. No, you know I, I've yeah. given him strict order. Don't put me in a room where I'm looking at a golf course where I can't play. You know I I just. I oh, you're I, anticipating not being. Yeah, if I play. if I'm in the home, I'm probably not playing golf. So, uh, but no, he. Uh, yeah, it's. I mean, it's hard to believe he's 31, and you know, I, I remember know. when you guys were 18, 19, uh, playing on the team together, Taylor, yeah. and just where these 13 years have gone. 
Uh, it's unbelievable. But, you know, really proud of his career and what he's doing. And, and uh, you know, hopefully he can, he can finish it off strong. Well, things are turning around. Back on a three-game mm -hmm. winning streak, and the Steelers are might make the playoffs. We need a little help. You we need, need some help. We got we got to beat Cleveland, and, and we need a little. Yeah, he's uh, Tomlin does a great job, and uh, I like that young quarterback. I think he's got a chance. Not bad. All right, we'll go Thanks, get him boys. on Saturday. Thanks, Appreciate that it. That is Greg McDermott with his post game thoughts after an 83-60 win win over Seton Hall. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. -ba -ba.